This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Scoop! Colin Moriarty is here. Kids. And Slim JD himself. <laughs> hey, guys. Justin Davis is here. You, I, I forgot you were getting that going. Yeah, we're going to get people on board. I like it. With it. That. Looks good on you. <laughs> JD Slim. But what, what I was saying was I'm sort of just medium. Like, if I were very skinny, then that would work. Or if I were very fat, you could do it ironically. So you got you to gotta make a choice. Right. You got to go. Which way are you going to go? Uh, probably fat, if okay, I'm being good. honest. Very good. Lots of big news to talk about today. That stuff broke over the night, and stuff just broke just now. I don't know. Should we start with Nintendo stuff or Mass Effect Three stuff? I think the Gatorade. You're drinking Gatorade. That usually means you had a good night last night. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know about. <laughs> these damn video games. Uh, yeah. uh, Gatorade is uh, a wonderful invention. I hope whoever made Gatorade got the Nobel Peace Prize because they're they're amazing. It was created created by yeah, the University, University of, Florida. of Florida did not get the <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize. I don't think. The University of Florida just Gator, collect Gatorade. They're the ga- they're the Gators. What is that? I don't, they even make Gatorade though. Yeah, they, they did. did. Really? Yeah. They invented it. They this made it because really? everybody, yeah. everybody got so dehydrated on their team. Yeah, the water I know wasn't that. cutting it. Wow. I know that from that commercial. The commercial. Yeah, we all know it from the sports commercial. Dave doesn't know because he's making his music. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Mass Effect 3. We just found out that that new extended Mass Effect 3 ending is coming next week. All like, was it 2.9 gigabytes or 1.9 yeah, gigabytes? It's, almost, it's two gigs. See, um, that, here's, that's already my confusion about this. How many hours now do I have to investigate the new ending? What do I have to do? You have to start from the server. No, no, yes, yeah, so you, you already beat the game, right? Yeah. I, so. Speaking of which, I need you to bring the game back in so I can play this. Okay, I haven't been here. It's too late. You had how many months to do it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is this going to be spoilers or spoiler free? Um, well, I haven't beaten the game yet, so okay, let's, so let's try to keep it. As spoiler-free as you can. Yeah. So, is okay. it an easy place to pick up from? No. I don't know. I mean... What the, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I thought you just all yelled out the, the Cerberus Assault. Okay. Do you know, even know if you have a save from then? Uh, I, I mean, I've made multiple saves, so hopefully yeah. I have a save around wherever I need to go. I usually just keep three saves. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what I, I do. I know why you do that, <laughs> I think, from, is it from the old Super Nintendo or even Nintendo RPGs in which you had three slots in which to Maybe that, I just got used to that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I don't I mean I just never think I need a hundred save files, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just keep three, and I figure that'll be enough. No, but three is good. Like you have your most recent one, then you yeah. have one a little bit back yeah. in case your most recent one's effed. Yeah, and then and you then have you got, one a ways yeah. back. It's yeah. just like a safety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I used to just keep one. Yeah. Oh, look at this! That's dangerous. I'm already living on the edge. And then Fallout <laughs> Three. Oh, Eric's 
Aerosmith. Well, not that's not the best. That's not Aerosmith's best. Big ones, big ones. Their best LP to date. You were really like I planned that joke, but you were right. You were right there to pick it up. You planned that one. Well, like I planned it like last night. I got it. I got it. Got to work this in at some point. I'm living on the edge. Um. Anyway, who was saying? Colin only had talking? one save file, is what yeah. he used to say. Oh, yeah, and, then then what I, and then I got screwed in the game. Was it a Bethesda game? Yes. So, it's in a cut. <laughs> Tuesday, Jan- June 26th. It's free download on Xbox 360, right. uh, PlayStation cool. 3, and PC. Um, yeah, we know that it's like... I don't think it's... I, I don't know how interactive it is. I don't think it is. I think it's just stuff that you watch, but yeah. it's based... It did, they did say it's based on decisions that you've made throughout the Mass Effect series. Yeah. So here's my question, and I, I, I actually didn't get a chance to read this news before you had to hop in the podcast room. So you, you, heard, you heard Goldfarb screaming about it. That, actually. That's very true. But uh, so have they talked about whether are they admitting that this is content they planned, or is this a response to the people saying that uh, that uh, I think know, they weren't happy with anything? Obviously, a response. I mean, mm-hmm. they haven't come out and I mean, okay, you know. But the the How wording you- <laughs> the wording of their press release is very much like. Um, you know, it will it will tell you more about the future of, of Commander Shepard. It will be based. Mm. It will reveal more about your the successes and failures you experienced in rallying people to your cause. All that sort of stuff. I mean, what people were complaining that the ending didn't take into account the decisions you've made throughout the series, like like they were told, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. why people were upset. And the wording of the of the press release today is very much like, yes, now the decisions you've been making all this time, you will get to see different. You'll get to see different. Scenarios play out in different ways with the yeah. extended cut. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, it almost certainly has to be a response to the outcry from fans because otherwise, let's say this was their plan. Like, what kind of a plan is that? What, what, what's, I know we're going to release the game, yeah. and then months later we're going to release the extended cut. I know. Endings. Yeah, yeah. Or it's possible. I mean, maybe they planned on like charging for some sort of epilogue DLC or something. Like, oh, you get four more playable hours, and then you get to see how everything is resolved. And I'm then, just like so. I don't want to play again. I don't yeah. want to play the. Yeah. I don't want to play yeah. the ending again. I just I'm, maybe I'll just wait and see what people post in the wiki. Yeah. <laughs> just wait and wait for all the videos to hit YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. It. I'm sure, Destin will have all the videos up in like three seconds. I think. Yeah, Destin Legary. I think someone like me will be an interesting case because now I'm yeah. I'm only like halfway through the game. So when I eventually do beat it, I'm just going to ex- I'm just going to experience this extended ending. So it saves over your the ending. The, the original game ending is now. Overwritten by this free DLC. Yeah, is, is, that, that, not, is so. that canonical anymore? Like, I think. Well, I think it just. I think those are still the endings. We think there's just more to them now, as far but as. But aren't those endings? So I actually haven't played Mass Effect Three, but I know you know I know roughly what the endings yeah, are. Yeah. Aren't they radically different from no. one another? They're That's the, the whole problem. Oh. That's the whole problem. Is but that I there's three in... incredibly similar endings. Well, okay, fuck it. Let's make this a spoiler <laughs> cast. I thought in okay. some. Hey, hey, wait, wait. Why do you close my ears? Okay, 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 okay. Never mind. I just thought that the, a major character, major, major, either lived or died, and I don't understand how they can work that into, like, if they're extending the DLC, extending the well, ending. Well, I, like, I think the extending is going to be, like, I, I'm not spoiling anything for Damon mm-hmm. or any listeners at home. The three endings, kind of four, are all incredibly similar. Okay. So I think extending them would be now, it, at the end, you would get some extra cutscenes in there about extra characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe if well, Yara is running an orphanage. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. We made an up at noon joke about it where, yeah, oh. it was like the end of stand by me where everybody walked <laughs> out of destiny did other thing. And it'll be like that. I, that's what I'm predicting. It'll be okay. is that it will be like, you know, m- hopefully not just text on a screen, but something saying like, and this is what happened to these people. And this is what happened to these people. And that's what happened to those. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. Colin Moyard is being very quiet. Everyone, I, I, everyone knows where I stand on this. Well, I know, but I mean, well, this is this is a new development. Hey, Colin, you know? where do you stand on this? <laughs> like, you know, you 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 are a respected member of the video game community. You you can totally share your 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 thoughts and feelings on this issue. Oh, I think. You know? Well, I, I I'm disappointed that they did this at all, but uh, I also understand that this is probably not going to please everyone, and it's probably just going to and the and the complaining will probably just continue. So well, okay, but it is it's it's a free download, right? Yeah. So like, what's it's no, but no, come on, that doesn't. Colin actually makes a great point. Where like this might almost be like they're trying to like quell a fire, but it's really just going to flame it, and maybe people aren't going to like what they get. Or like, oh, I didn't. Well, maybe it was better not knowing, and like it's, sure, see, what I had in my own head wasn't as good as that's what it is. Is people? I think a lot, and this is again, ladies and gentlemen, we have not played it. We don't know anything about it. My prediction. is is that the endings we already saw are going to stand, but then there will be extra things added in about... That's what it seems like. And if, and if that's what they do, that doesn't solve a lot of people's problems with what happened. Yeah. That, that, that would be the one thing. They, they'd have to do it 
in a really weird way without spoiling anything where they brought all of the three endings that are different enough but yeah. all very similar back to one point to then branch out again. Right. To so make they're it, building on mm-hmm. top of a foundation that people already don't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think people, I think, you know, when people were protesting and had the petitions and stuff, they wanted, from what I took away from it, kind of a completely new ending of, like, what, you know, a completely new base, like, foundation, like you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if this happens. So, Colin, mm. I don't, let's, just, let's assume, I don't know, can, in 60 seconds, what's your beef with what's going on here? What's, uh, why, why are you not happy with this situation? Um, I mean, it's just, I, I don't like the idea of people, I like, you know, all right, here, let, okay. me, let me start again. Let me start again. <laughs> there are a lot of things I don't like. I'm resetting the There timer. are a lot of things I don't like. Uh-huh. And. Liberals? <laughs> yes, for instance. Okay. No, um, you like liberals fine. No, I, 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 you I you like all of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, only, I'm only kidding. The liberal agenda. Well, I want to make yeah. sure people know that. Yeah. My mom and my sister is also. I right, don't right. like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like bleeding heart liberals. Uh, no, I don't like that that people took it as far as they did. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are plenty of examples of fiction in books and movies and games where I didn't like what I saw and I didn't like what I found. Um, but I would never, you know, ask them to, after the product had already come out, after it's already on the shelf, after everyone already played it, their vision is finalized, uh-huh. to say, like, this isn't, I don't, I don't like this, and I want you to change it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just don't know how that's constructive for our industry. And I don't like that people also use, like, disingenuous really incorrect examples of of other games doing this. And the, the famous example, of course, is Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. Fallout 3 changed its ending so you can play its DLC. It didn't change its ending so that because people complained about it. Because, in fact, people liked Fallout 3's ending. Yeah. Because, spoilers, the game's four years old, you die. <laughs> so, they, in order to be able to play the game after you beat it, in which people, some people didn't have saves... And they can release Operation Anchorage and the pit and all these things. They were like, "Well, we have to change the ending because yeah. we need to make you. We need to make the game playable." And that also doesn't really help. Like p- p- people <clears throat> pointing at that and saying, "That's why it's okay to change Mass Effect's ending." It's like changing Fallout 3's ending made it kind of terrible. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it gave no finality like, to it. Yeah. But I understood why they did it because they wanted to sell you DLC, and that's totally fine. And I had no yeah. problem with that. I mean, whatever. It was like kind of an error. They, I think, they realized afterwards, and that like people, oh, yeah. they never made. In other words, they should have given you. They, well, they should have given you. A, there should have been an auto save at the beginning of the assault on Jefferson Memorial, and, and instead it saves like when it's yeah. too late. And and I understood that that was the thing they probably could have patched, but it was just too yeah. late at that yeah. point. It was what it was. It's a different. It's a it's a bad example for yeah. the Mass Effect. So game. so to me, it's like okay, people were upset, and, and of course, Greg and I, you know, you know. Bitched and moaned about Infamous 2's coal design, coal change, yeah, yeah. which was a you know a thing that blew up on the internet or whatever. And and to me, I I only say that if first of all the game hadn't come out yet, second of all, I didn't demand that they change anything. Third, I would have still played and enjoyed Infamous 2 if they didn't change him. Yeah. But with that said, uh, you know I appreciate that that Bioware listened to the fans, or whatever. But I also understand that it was a it was not a huge group of people, and 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 I still I still contend that most people that play Mass Effect have no idea that this even really that this whole fiasco even existed. I think that's very true. And I think I'm so, I mean you just you hit on something that I want to make sure we sort of highlight and reiterate. You brought up a good interesting point that there's a big difference between not liking something or hating something, saying I really really mm-hmm. dislike this and that's not the same as saying you need to change this or I want this changed. Like that's no, sort of a weird that's a weird like final extra step to take. I think or feeling like you deserve yeah. more, you deserve something different. You know, right. I think that's something yeah. that the, uh, something that uh, left a bad taste in people's mouths about the reaction to Mass Effect. We well, might want whole, more, feel like you sure. deserve more, but but, but the whole po- the, the big part of this and the interesting part of it, right, is that we always have this tug of war argument somewhere, and people always a question on up at noon or any show is, are games art? You know what I mean? And are and are they? And how many books get released that then the fan base demands that the this is you have to change this. This isn't well, how I expected the story to end. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. And then the authors go back and do it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where you're. It feels like as you you need to stand strong as an industry kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's Casey Hudson and Bioware to say this was our vision for the game. We're sorry you didn't like it there. Blah 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 blah. But instead they got here and now it's all wavery and now we have to ask the questions. Were they was this DLC already planned or is it in response to these people? No, and I don't think. What does that do to the next game that ends that way? Well, you know I what mean, I mean? What about when Red Dead Two comes out and people aren't happy with the ending and then blah blah blah? But video oh. games have always been different. Like you think about stuff, especially in modern times. You know, with with the internet, um, games like Minecraft and 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 there's dozens of examples. Of games that their direction literally zigs and zags based sure. on what the community wants. But that's, I mean, and, that's and, a and constantly that's, evolving thing, right? But that like, doesn't and, and, happen and, in movies and books. Exactly. Like. And the other po- interesting thing to point out is I think this is all 
brand new territory, expanding yeah. the boundaries. There is, I don't think there's a right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I just think it's something interesting that are is unique to the video game industry. That yeah, there are you can Minecraft's in beta forever, and they listen to people and they change yeah. this and they do that. You know, yeah. Na- Naughty Dog puts out Uncharted, then they do the lab and they like they try all this new stuff and see what people like, and then put out that as the real DLC. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, and that is something that's unique to our medium. Maybe I guess maybe like television and and some stuff might might you know take fan input into account. But uh, generally speaking, you know you have some video games that are this is our product, boom, that's it, it's uh-huh. done forever. And you have some that are the opposite, that are living, breathing products. And it's interesting that you know Mass Effect is kind of both. Um, you know, it's it's in this it's straddling by listening to fans and having this epilogue DLC. You know, it's sort of I don't know. Doing, and, and doing something new. It's. I think you know people. This has been something we've kicked around in Gamescoop forever, and uh, you know blogs and whatever. And it's been a, such a story. I think what's interesting and why maybe you know games journalists. I used air quotes. You didn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, get so like their hair raises about it in a lot of ways. Their hackles. Is, I had a conversation what? a few months ago with a developer, and I was sitting down with him, and I was talking about blah blah, and he was lamenting how they put out this game and it reviewed well, everything had gone well, but then in comments people were tearing them apart, and people would tweet at them, and they were getting kicked around. And like in comments and how much that weighed on them and if they made the wrong choices this that and the other and i think is you know us right we always say don't feed the trolls or whatever blah blah, blah. you put up an article and then regardless of how many millions of people read it there's going to be 30 comments on it about how much you suck or blah, blah blah maybe that's just me but you know how much you suck and how you're a terrible reviewer and yada, yada and we've learned to tune that out and developers you know work on a game for two and a half three years whatever they put it out and that's their big coming out party and then when people get bent out of shape about it yeah i don't know if they have the the you know 2020 vision to see that that's a very small sect of the audience who's upset at that you know what i mean yeah i mean and so you don't want to see them all reacting to what just the most vocal people are saying because millions or whatever thousands of people have bought that game they didn't have to share those feelings but the kids who are most motivated to go on and be upset and usually the ones who are the most motivated are the ones that are upset and mad and want to yell at you yeah that's a really really hard thing to deal with that's something that i think you know anyone that's listening out there and that i always try to keep in mind as well People think about video game companies as these gigantic entities. And Bioware is gigantic. I don't know how many people it employs, but it's huge. Four. At least – You got a, Dr. Ray. You got the Casey Hudson. A baker's dozen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say. <laughs> um, and so – but it is – they're these huge organizations, but they're also – it's just people, right? It's yeah. all staffed by human beings, and it doesn't feel good to have – you know controversy and have people bagging on you yeah um, they worked on those those games they worked on mass effect 3 for x number of years not to mention the entire franchise that they've been working on forever and this mm-hmm. is their giant moment their complete thing and they put it out and their most loyal fans are suddenly or what seems to be their most yeah. loyal fans right are wrong. On, on the boards yeah saying things yeah that I, hurts I, yeah i think i mean i think people are totally in the right if they want to be upset about the ending like uh, and i actually understand why people are upset about the ending i personally wasn't upset about the ending i actually really liked the ending yeah uh and and i remember thinking i remember standing up my desk when i beat it before a week or two before the game came out i was like this is awesome like i love the way this game ended it just like punches you in the face and i I like that you know and um a lot of people didn't like it i know people that did but i also you know i think it's it's a perception issue um and that's kind of what I realized over the months since this kind of broke, which which is that yeah, we talk about it's a small group of people, um, but it's it, but that's that's not even that that doesn't necessarily mean that their qualms are are not important or whatever. It just means that it's the same you know it's the same thing as like EA being voted the worst company in the in the world or whatever, whatever yeah. it was. It's like give me a fucking break, you know? Like that that just even proved the point even more to me actually that it's like yeah. it's probably the same group of people. Yeah. Um, so that want to blame EA for make, for Bioware somehow forcing Bioware to make an ending that they didn't like or whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about artistic vision. There were, of course, books in the past. Of course, Sherlock Holmes is a great example in which Sherlock Holmes came back after he died or whatever. I think and and now was over you know fan protests and 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 things like this have happened in the past. I but I, there are examples, notably Ray Bradbury, in which people wanted him to change things. And he was like, absolutely not. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would have respected Bioware much more if they just were like, you know, like Greg said, this is the decision. This is our game. We're sorry. We're really sorry you don't like it. Um, and that's what I was trying to tell people, you know, which is that if you really are mad, if you're really that mad about it, if you really are that mad at Bioware and that mad at EA, don't buy EA games anymore. Don't buy the next Mass Effect game because there will be another Mass Effect game. Don't buy the next Bioware game, Dragon Age 3 or whatever. Don't buy any EA games. Speak with your wallet. I think that's the most appropriate yeah, way to do it. I totally agree. Like, uh, I didn't like the ending of Battlestar Galactica. You know, I don't like freak out about it. And 
petition the internet and demand a change. But, but you refuse to watch Edward James almost. No, <laughs> but I was saying, like, next time I hear, like, the, the, you know, the next series from the creator of Battlestar Galaxia, I might think, well, I don't know that I need to check that out. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe I do, maybe I don't. At least, I, like, that's my response to it. Yeah, yeah, and that's the way I feel about everyone that's attached with Lost. I, I started, yeah. I started to hate Lost so much. Like the tour in the last season, I never even finished it. Oh man, you, you never, don't finish it. I never finished it. Save no, yourself no, 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 no. the trouble. I, I went, don't I went finish and read it. About it. You guys I went are about it. I'm like, oh, it's exactly what everyone said it was, and, and they lied it's about season it. Season two, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's love- that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I didn't I didn't go online and be like, you must get <laughs> everyone back together <laughs> and, and, re- and refill the last season of Lost to make it better. It's like no, I'm just anything with Lindelof's name on it or J.J. Abrams or yeah, anything. I'm totally wary about it. Yeah, now. Just that's be it. Worry about it. Yeah. That, you I, just going forward, maybe you won't share your money with these people. Like that's that's the response. Money I th- talks. I think yeah. I'm the only person in this office that loved Lost. Maybe now. Uncle, Hillary, Hillary loved the ending to Lost, but he's not, you know. Oh, man, I loved it. Him and I should I loved Lost down. up until the final season. Why the <laughs> fuck is he the smoke monster all the time? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. I think I, that's in a game scoop. Somewhere. That is in a game scoop. Yeah. The Ty Hillary smoke monster <laughs> argument. I will say this, though, Damon, is that I, I totally love that people are passionate about games because I'm passionate about games and mm-hmm. totally... You know, totally complain about the games you don't like, and totally say why you don't like them, and, ha- and have constructive conversations. But, but like was already said, I, I think we have to respect that it's an uh, it's someone's vision, and even though you might not be able to take your money back from their hands once you've bought that particular product, there's always another time, and there's always that publisher's always going to make another game, and mm-hmm. that developer's always usually going to work on something else, and those people will move on to another team, and you follow these people around, and you either give them your money or you don't, and so ultimately everything kind of pans out. And yep. this was not the way it should have been done, and I stand by that. You know, I could have articulated it much better. Are you gonna Are you gonna check out the the stuff? No, no. Okay, no intention it's, of playing the new ending. It sounds like it's a pack <clears throat> of cutscenes, and then but you're only gonna see certain ones based on decisions you made. Okay, yeah, and that's mark, what it sounds like. And, and mark my words, this is not. This is going to make it worse for some people. <laughs> not maybe not everyone, but I, yeah. I think because because it seems. I mean, even to me, and just reading a lot of the conversations, obviously a lot of people were mad at me personally. And so I, I got in, in a lot of conversations, learned a lot about what people were upset about, and it wasn't only about the ending. So there's just plot holes generally, I think, right? I mean, isn't that kind of? The, oh yeah, there's plot holes. In the so area. so I think I don't think that this is necessarily going to solve the problem for the most ardent Mass Effect fans that are angry about this. And I think, you know, I just hope that this doesn't this doesn't lead us down a slippery slope. And, and that's that's the big thing of why I think yeah people won't be happy is I think there were so many plot holes. I don't know how you patch them all into this way to make sense and keep the old endings as well it's two gigs greg that's a lot that's a lot of gigs that is a lot of gigs what happened to the squid people <laughs> the, je- the, the jellyfish yeah, guys hanar yeah the hanar right good job well the mass effect 3 extended cut is out tuesday june 26th it's free so i look forward to checking out someday whenever i actually <laughs> mass effect oh, yeah, 3. Bring it I, I really like mass effect 3 like it's just like the that is a really fun game, you know. Uh, like story aside, just playing the game, the combat is really fun. Like, yeah, yeah I, I think it's I think it's the best Mass Effect game. I like I'm that game setting an alarm for Sunday night to text you to bring back Mass Effect. That's, on probably, that's good. That's a good call. Good call. Uh, also, over the evening, Nintendo announced a new 3DS, the 3DS XL. It's bigger. It's really big. It's yeah. much bigger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, remember, of course, the DSi XL. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how well that actually sold, but I mean, I guess it was well enough to convince them that to do the same thing with 3DS. Yeah, and it's also redesigned. It's not just like the same thing, but bigger. Like they, the clamshell and stuff is a different design, mm. sort of like the DS Lite. Mm. How much is the 3DS now? Do we, do we know? One sixty. Because this one's two hundred. Uh, it's out August nineteenth, the same day as New Super Mario Brothers two. Yeah. Anybody here looking to pick it up? Yes. Yeah, uh, maybe. Well, so I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about it because in in the DS family, I've owned the DS, the DS Lite, and the DSi. I don't own a 3DS yet. I don't, first of all, I don't know why the hell I bought a DSi. That's anyone's yeah. guess. Uh, a DSi? Yeah, I bought a DSi the the day it came out. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It, like totally, totally fucking useless. I have no idea why I bought that thing. Uh, that's what I was still excited about Nintendo handhelds. But then I didn't buy a 3DS, and I'm, I definitely want to play New Super Mario Brothers too. I'm like super excited about that game. Yeah, but like it's, and I want to buy this new extra huge. 3DS, but it seems like it's fucking enormous. Like, and yeah. just kind of thinking exactly. about it conceptually, it I might have to buy the. I might. So I'm still gonna buy New Super Mario Brothers too, but I might have to buy 
the standard 3ds yeah, th- that was thinking about the same thing i got that's a decision i'm going to make this fall so the new screens the top and bottom screens are about 190 percent bigger which no, no, is, no 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 they're 90 percent bigger like, excuse, that's what i meant they're almost twice as big though that's yeah. what i'm getting at yeah. yeah drop the drop the 100 90 percent bigger <laughs> um and that's really significant like the ds xl was not that big yeah. of a jump but the screens are the same resolution right Res- yeah, resolution there's, there's yeah. an issue I would, I would so want to like, stuff gonna look? I'd want to hold it, see how, see how it looks before I, yeah. before I buy it. So I, I'm ready to get on the 3ds train. I kind of have been for a while. Um, but you know, I was waiting for something like this, but the, I don't know that this is quite, yeah, I'm curious about the screens. I'm curious about how big it is. Well, I don't care about how big it is because for actual, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, for, for actual handheld gaming, I play mobile games like on the train, like mm-hmm. the, the 3ds would be a system I play at home. So, you know, it can be as big as it doesn't matter. So, but I am curious about the screens. I don't like the bigger price. Um, So I might just buy a 3DS because that'll, you know, presumably drop even more from 160. Right. Like it has to. Yeah, I I assume so. Like if the 3DS drops like 120 or something, that's awesome. Like, yeah, it's nice and affordable. um, Yeah, I would like to play New Super Mario Brothers uh, 2 very much. Uh, Is the library... Outside of that, strong enough to get a 3DS now? Like no, what, what there, else? There are what a else few games. I want Fire Emblem, Mario Kart Seven. Yeah. Fire Emblem would be good. Yeah. Uh, Professor Layton. Yeah, Layton. I mean, yeah, those are those are three. See, Mario Kart is, you know, I love playing Mario Kart multiplayer. So I don't know how yeah, often, yeah. right? So it's yeah, like, yeah. how often are you playing multiplayer? Go play with you whenever you want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mario Kart on DS was like definitive Mario Kart. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion's coming up. Yeah, you got the other, you got the, the old Super Mario from uh, December. Yeah, I forget which one. Like. I'm excited for Paper Mario. Yeah, whenever, that is whenever true. they get that yeah, together, maybe it's time to get a 3DS. Yeah, yeah. I just I want to hold this this new 3, 3DS XL. See yeah, how it yeah, feels. Yeah, see how yeah, it looks. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. That Rich will sure. probably get one, and so we'll we'll yeah. be able to test the waters. Yeah, now, I don't have a Vita yet either, so I'm kind of eyeing them both, and I'm waiting for you know I don't know what specifically I'm waiting for. Something something to push me yeah, so push me really, over the edge. You really really want to play? Yeah. God, Castlevania. I mean, that Castlevania game could be cool, but I just want. What a, a dumb fucking name. Metroidvania game. <laughs> Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, Mirrors of Fates. Uh, yeah. Mirror that's, of Fates? That's yeah. two colons. I'm like, colon. Mirror of Fates. Yeah. Like Demon's Souls. What was that uh, card battling game on the Xbox? Phantom, not Phantom Brave. Phantom something. You know, I think of Coldest Up Saga? I don't know, no. The 3D one, it was, uh, and then you had a deck of cards and you could fight, and it was sort of this cult classic on the original Xbox. Oh, original Xbox. I'm not yeah. sure, I'm not sure, but I mm. like card battle games quite but a bit. For some reason, that game's been on my mind lately, and it seems like it would be a good fit for Vita. Mm. I'm, I'm sad, I can't remember the name of it. Speaking of card battle games, I'm playing Magic the Gathering Duels of the Planeswalkers 2013 right now, and it's great. Yeah, so am I. Are you playing it on iPad? Yeah. So I play it on Xbox, but it's you like it on iPad too? Yeah, I mean I haven't played it on the console, so I can't compare. But the touch interface is totally fine. You yeah. just drag like when you're attacking, you just drag the creature over to what you know what you want to attack, what player you want to attack, or which creature, and you know, yeah, no problems yet. My love for Magic the Gathering might be the nerdiest thing about me. That's it's fine. It's great. I used to play Magic the Gathering a little bit, but I could never. I heard that I was talking about this with someone in Mike the office. Said. <laughs> yeah, Micah. I was just saying, like, when I was a kid and I played, I played that, and I also played the Star Wars customizable card game in middle school. Yeah. And you, those games were unbalanced because, like, if you just didn't have any money, which I didn't because I was spending it on video games, then you kind of had, like, a weak deck and, like, you couldn't really mm-hmm. play well. So, like, when we would meet at the mall or something to play at the food court or, like, whatever the fuck nerdy things we would do. Right. Uh, I would just get beat all the time. So, kind of, I heard that the, the, the gaming iterations of these uh, games are, are a little uh, right. That's the whole thing. Balance. So you have yeah. pre-constructed decks. So everybody's pulling from the same library of cards. Maybe it was you that I was talking to about this. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just play them single player. Um, yeah. You know, you you like the, the bosses that they throw at you. They have their own different. They have unique play styles, unique decks to the, of their own. So it's like so. a Pokemon master in a gym. Kind of. Kind, it is kind of the like gym that. leader. No, but even really like, like even if you do play on the internet, you you're not you don't spend more money to get more cards. Um, the more you play, you sort of unlock cards that add are added to your pool of cards, and you can use that pool to construct a deck. And so everyone is starting from the same. You know, it eliminates that problem mm-hmm. that you have with magic that everyone had with Magic the Gathering. You know, we all got beat by the rich kids, like. <laughs> The yeah. damn rich kids. Yeah. The rich nerds. And then, and then I'm so rich, I had people playing my deck for uh, me. <laughs> and like the way you were supposed to play Magic the Gathering was like anti a card beforehand. Like you, you're gambling one card, and then you just get, you just lose more and more and lose more and more of <laughs> your cards. And 
It sucked. They give you the hard in the video game. They give you the hard sell on the yeah, the do. real world version. They're like, now, now you've yeah, now you learned how to play. Now find a local magic group in your area. Every play sing- IRL. Every single loading screen is like learn more about yeah. magic magic. What are they, magic Fridays? Something Fridays? Yeah, yeah, magic Fridays is a thing apparently. That's cool. I mean, I I, I heard um, Sony was talking about how. Planeswalkers 2012 was one of the biggest games on PSN last year. So yeah. I, I, w- I would love it to come to PlayStation Vita. That would be a good No, game. that makes too much sense. That's true. That's a good point. It would probably would cost $25. Be- yeah. More, more downloadable game news to discuss before we get to uh, listener mail. CNA Mora, we knew it was coming to... Uh, what was that? Vita. The Vita, yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, we, we saw that at E3. It looks absolutely gorgeous. And now we learned it's coming to PSN as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yep. So that'll be very cool. Yeah. That was, it's been out on XBLA for several months. I reviewed it, loved it. Really great shooter. Beautiful you, shooter. You give it an 8? Uh, I think I give it a 9. Oh, wow. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's cool. I played it at, uh, I played on Vita at E3, and it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of cool E3, uh, small Vita bite-sized games at E3, rather, that, that yeah. I, I think people are going to be excited about. That game, Sunflowers, is going to be cool. Eh, really, it's gonna be good. I don't have to be cool. We'll well, it won't be cool. I think it'll I, be good. I, I don't want. I don't think. You, I don't want you to set the bar too high. Okay. I think it's gonna be fun. No, okay. but then cool, pinball. Cool. That'll be cool. Good is better than cool. Mm. Uh, no, no, they're they're what? They're, they're different. different. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What? I, I, I would, I'd rather I mean, be. I'm, I'm looking at a good like 7.0 good, uh, and then cool. I would say yeah, it's getting it close to an eight. Oh, okay. Mm. I wasn't even really looking at cool as something that was on the scale. <laughs> There's a lot of hidden because hidden Naughty Bear is fucking cool as hell. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but if you had if two games, one game was described as good, one game was described as cool, you would play the cool game, not yeah. the good game. Oh, oh. absolutely, not me. Think, about, think of them as either. girls. Which girl do I want to date? The good girl or the cool girl? Oh, oh that's a great one. You nice. flip script. Yeah, nice. No, nice. now what are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't like that analogy. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I gave uh, more a nine on uh, Xbox, but what I did give an eight was Quantum Conundrum, right? Ooh. Which is out on Steam uh, yesterday and uh, coming to PS3 and 360 in July. What is it? July 10th on PSN, and then the following day on. Um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, Xbox 360. Yeah, the following day on Xbox. So you, your review is live, right? It is. So what are your, what, what's like Yeah, the, what brings it to an 8? That's, is it too long? It, it might, here, can I just, here's yes. Greg Miller's concern. Yes. Playing it at events. Fun for little events. Seems like it might get tiresome the further I went. Not at all. Okay. Um, it's not that at all. Really fun. It's only five hours long. Ah, it took okay. me five hours to play. And I could totally play more of it. Like, uh, now they've laid the foundation for this, you know, interdimensional puzzle game uh i could totally play more of that sequels mm-hmm. or, or downloadable content whatever it is yeah um you know made by kim swift one of the creators of portal it's not as funny as portal it's it try, it's trying to be uh, but it just doesn't have the same wit and sing to it i mean portal yeah that game was yeah. so well written and those guys if you read like the final hours of portal 2 um you know or anything that any interviews that those guys have done they killed themselves writing it yeah. I mean, they were under so much pressure and stress to like really work and rework that script, and you know they're just they, they, the writers of that game are kind of geniuses. You know, big in ups a way. to Jay sure. Pinkerton. <laughs> yeah, it's Eric just Wall not Paul. it's not on that. No, he same. doesn't listen to our podcast. Jay Pinkerton does that, okay. so Jay Pinkerton gets a heads up. Okay, he's uh, it's Screw just not you, on the same level as, <laughs> as Portal. Uh, and also, while the the gameplay is really fun, you know, when you're in a room solving these puzzles. You know, it's just like Portal. You're going from room to room using your your abilities to. Uh, get past these obstacles uh-huh. and everything surrounding that is just really empty and lacks detail mm-hmm. like you're walking through the same hallways over and over again passing the same books you know all throughout the game you know uh so just the the environments you're in this one mansion throughout the whole game over the five five hours and the environments weren't given as much detail as the actual gameplay but the actual game is super fun but cool. it's still great yeah oh, and the ending was really bad the ending was a huge disappointment oh that's weird so. That's where I arrived at an 8.0. Yeah. But I saw you, you know, I saw you playing it and the puzzles seem very, very clever. Like right? if you yeah, want more first person puzzling, like, you know. It feels just like playing Portal. Like, right. Very much. Very much so. And it's good. Some people were complaining about the first person uh, platforming. I didn't have any problem with it. But I was playing with an Xbox 360 controller on the PC and I just, I think it felt, felt really good with the controller. Yeah. You're also a pro. Yeah. I'm a professional. So that's that. Uh, PS3 and 360 players will get to play that on July 10th and 11th, respectively. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. This is Luke Wilson. Oh, we got a picture Nerd. in the back of the pile. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Greg is so excited. Uh, of course, listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Luke Wilson did. I think the famous Luke Wilson. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Assume. Certainly. He says, I'm a young gamer. Oh, I wasn't around. <laughs> Luke, you're not that young. <laughs> I wasn't around when classic NES games came out. My local retailer sales old school NES games. I have a $29 gift card to there. So I want to know, which ones should I buy? I can only buy two. Okay. Castlevania, Mega Man 2, Double Dragon, Final Fantasy, or Excite Bike. So this is actually something I think about a lot. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, what, which of those five games should I buy? <laughs> no, I think about a lot. I think about everyone talks about like having an appreciation of the classics, but not all NES games. Like, this is hard to articulate. Like, there might have been a game that was better when it came out, but then it didn't age as well, so it's not better now if you didn't play it originally. Like, sure. The original Le- Legend of Zelda, if you've never played it before, is you know clunky and kind of hard to play and hard to go back to but some games like you know i don't know like punch out or something like that's very easy to go back to it's still just as playable as it ever was mm-hmm. even though when it launched you know if you played zelda when you were eight you know it was probably amazing um it was amazing yeah i don't know how old i was so i played the 18. hell out of excite bike that game holds up very well well so excite bike is really cool for the uh track editor Right. You can like build your own track and then yeah. ride through it. But I don't remember. I don't think it lets you save. No, there's no battery. You can't like, save the tracks. Um, so to me, I mean, instantly the two games that jump out obviously are Castlevania and Mega Man Two. Mega Man Two, it's a must buy. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think Castlevania on the NES is. I played that. I played that Not game. The original, I don't think. It's right. Not- I'm oh, saying if it were like Castlevania three. Oh yeah, yeah. But well, like, I, the I original like, Castlevania I, is like I like the original. It's hard as hell. It is hard, and you're like you're so it's so awkward to control. Like once yeah, once you so. jump, you can't like you're you're jumping. Like you're yeah. committed to that jump, and See, that feels weird to us. That's the one that jumped out at me as a game that that game was amazing when it came out. Yeah. But I feel like if you didn't play it when it was new, that would be a hard one to go back to, and I think you would find it clunky. Also, the screen flicker on the NES is really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game, if uh, I remember. Yeah, Mega Man Two has bad screen flicker too, but the the. Um, I was just playing Castlevania in the office two days ago, impressing people with my Why? myriad skills. Because I was capturing, <laughs> I was capturing, I was capturing, uh, okay. I was capturing yeah. footage for it. Nice. I can beat that game, and you can beat that game in like twenty-five minutes if you know what you're doing. Um, so it's, it, but he'd probably be much harder for him. The one game I'd stay away from in that list is Final Fantasy, not because it's a bad game, but because the battery is almost certainly dead in that cartridge, and so yep. he won't be able to save his game. So and I, I play through. Yeah. I love Final Fantasy one, and I played a lot, but I played on my computer when I can have save states. Like if you actually need to go back to, ten, like you might lose a lot of progress by you know being in the, at the end of a dungeon and then dying. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very sort of not friendly in that way. Yeah, um, yeah I loved it back in the day. Yeah, it's fantastic. You, you, you can only save it in inn, is that right? Or, yeah, yeah, so you can only save in town, but then you can buy the like tents and save yeah, on the, right, on the right. world map. It's been a long time since I've in, in college, I started playing it again when I was, a, I guess, a junior on my NES. I started just playing it for no reason. And then I, I went to, you know, I played it for like a couple hours. I like turned my NES off. You know, you hold the reset button and you yeah. turn the NES off so the battery doesn't erase itself. And then I, I came back and the battery, and I was like, shit, the battery's dead. So then I kept my NES on for days while I was trying to play it. And I almost did it, but like the, it, the NES ended up freezing. Oh, now, no. Double Dragon, the NES version, I, I love it. I have it. it. I, I love it yeah. when I was a kid, but it's actually a pretty shitty port yeah, of Double Dragon. Version. There's no multiplayer you only it's only a one-player game which is like co-op was the whole idea of double yeah, dragon that's why i'm saying a master system version double was dragon the best. and also i never noticed this when i was a kid but the <laughs> nes version can only handle two enemies on screen at one time yeah and they have to be the same enemy so yeah. you're only fighting pairs like clones <laughs> you're only fighting sure clones throughout the whole game. twins twins <laughs> you're only fighting twins the entire yeah. game I it's one of those things you'll never notice that. but once I know, you see I it you can't unsee it. i know huh yeah and, and also bimmy and jimmy well, that was Double Dragon three. Oh, right, call him right, Bimmy. Right. Bimmy and Jimmy. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if he if he's dedicated to those five games, I'd say Mega Man two and Castlevania. If he can go outside of that box, I'd say Mega Man three yeah. and Castlevania three are the games. I would do. I would say Mega Man and Excite Bike. Yeah, of these five, you got to get Mega Man two. I guess it's a toss up between Castlevania. I mean, and Excite I, Bike. I wonder if there's any reason like why you know like Super Mario Brothers three is one of the best games ever made ever, and it's still just as playable today. Yeah, like, that game's fantastic. Why Excite Bike though? I mean, this is this, yeah, is, this always, is what I wonder. Well, this has always troubled me since I was a kid because we, you know, we had all these games and, and Excite Bike was one of them. And I used to play. Six it. I'm like, this is Colin just not. Troubled. This is not. <laughs> I just I never really cared much for Excite Bike. Really? It was fun to play, but like it's an early NES game. Like there, it's. I don't, I, think I don't so. feel like I. I mean, I disagree with what Justin was saying about Zelda because I think Zelda is totally playable still. The second Zelda is fucking much harder than the first Zelda. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really weird Zelda. So, I mean, it's just like, so I played Zelda as a kid, so I can go back and still play it. I never played Metroid 1 as a kid, so then when I tried to go back, it just didn't feel good. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know. 
Metroid's hard. The first Metroid's hard. It's yeah. very hard, yeah. But um, awesome. But very rewarding. The music in Metroid is so uh, yeah. crazy good. In Metroid 1? Yeah. yeah. It really is. And that's amazing. Why love, that's why I love Zero Mission, because it remixed those tunes. Yeah. If you yeah. are a glutton for punishment, play Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest without a walkthrough. <laughs> what a horrible <laughs> night to have a probably, curse. Yeah, <laughs> probably horrible. Probably impossible to play without Walker. Just make sure to kneel down with the white diamond equipped next to that rock we'll so the tornado takes you away. Poor Greg cannot be part of this conversation. <laughs> I like Master the Master System. system. <laughs> Who wants to talk about Ghost House? Where's Levi? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This is Lazy Bones 9000. Hey, dudes. I was just wondering how the phrase, please to enjoy, came about. Uh, we, uh, Myself, and I'm sure others uh, included, I love English. I'm, I, I think it's just the cutest thing ever. So, please to enjoy is just like a very common... Uh, sort of English phrase that you'll see in Japan, maybe on the menu at a restaurant or something. Uh, so, Damon, what is yeah. English? English is the delightful uh, sort of uh, confused English that a lot of uh, Japanese people will, will pronounce. Yeah. Japanese, uh, you know, for, to their credit, they know a lot more English than Americans know Japanese. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times they'll, like, get, you know, words wrong, letters wrong. Uh, the, we'll see a no smoking sign. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a great yeah. one. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many. Uh, Let's get panda is is uh, is an English, uh, English phrase that we saw on a T-shirt in Japan. The guy was wearing a T-shirt that said "Let's get panda." <laughs> like, yes, that's yes, awesome. let's get panda. I want that shirt. I know. Um, there's so many shirts we wanted. Over what was there. the motherfucking Be- motherfucking Beethoven? It was just a, it was a drawing of Beethoven's. It was just a portrait of Beethoven on a shirt and it said "motherfucking Beethoven." And then there was shark. Nice to meet you. And there was this one. God, what was this one? I'm going to get this wrong, but it was the, it was crazy. We were like in a McDonald's in Japan, and this young girl was wearing this T-shirt. God, she must have been like nine or ten, and the T-shirt said like triple X fuck bucket on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. Yeah. English is one of my favorite things, too. I had an, I had the, the shirt. Is it English.com or whatever? It was English.com, yeah. Whatever the big site was, I bought a shirt from there that was bright red and cheerful and colorful and had a rainbow on it. And it said, I hate myself and I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I'm not sure. That's actually a Kurt Cobain lyric. And yeah, so, what's a uh, song, I think. Right. So I'm not 100% positive that that's even English to begin with. But <laughs> I, I did own that shirt. Uh, the game Bubble Bobble starts with uh, yeah. "Let's make a journey to the cave of monsters." Yeah, it's pretty good. What about wasn't it Clax that said like, "It is the '90s yeah. and it is time for Clax." It is the '90s and, and there is time <laughs> and for Clax. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's and that's not even a Japanese game. No, and, and there is time. <laughs> it's like there's time for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Greg, here's a Lego Batman Vita question. Okay, uh, this is Andrew Fisher. Hey, Andrew Fisher. I work at GameStop and recently picked up a copy of Lego Batman 2 for the Vita. It wasn't until I had got home and played the game that I realized this wasn't the same version as the PS3. I saw Greg's recent video describing the differences. Felt terrible knowing I had screwed up and couldn't return my game. The question mm-hmm. is, why didn't the Vita get the same version as the PS3? Is it because the Vita's game cartridges aren't able to hold enough data? Uh, Greg, I would love to hear your opinion on this. Yeah, all we can do is hypothesize at this point. I've talked to WB about it. I haven't been able to get a solid answer out of them. Because, of course, WB is Warner the publisher. Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers is publishing it. Traveler's Tales is the people who there's Traveler's Tales and there's Traveler's Tales Mobile, right? That is a what? There's a different division of Traveler's Tales that works on the handheld versions. So, don't have an exact answer for why. Could it be that the cartridges aren't big enough? The Vita's not powerful. I can't fucking imagine that. Seeing as how the Wii is running the open world version, and if it's on the Wii, it has to have been a. You could have ported the Wii version over at least. You'd think, yeah, right? It's a good point. Yeah, but I, I I would think that it's still people are getting their feet under them with the. Uh, uh, how the Vita works and how you're going to do Vita stuff. I think, you know, we've talked about it before in the show. Madden this year is not, the Vita, Vita version is not content complete with the PS3. There's no cross save functionality. Uh, they had already done the Lego Harry Potter on the Vita, and that was like pretty much a launch title. And it was one of those things that yeah. that again was a ported over DS version. So I, and, I, and I checked that out. That was actually that was actually the most I've ever played a Vita. Unfortunately, was yeah. playing Lego <laughs> Harry Potter, and that was the the PSP and DS one on the Vita, yeah. which is kind of unconscionable. Like, it's, yeah, it's it, it's definitely. I think we're still at that point in the that in the Vita's life cycle where it's way easier for developers to do that. They've been porting things to the PSP for a while now. They know how to do that, especially their handheld department. Right, you yeah. figure the handheld department already knows how to do that no problem so when you have the different part of traveler's tales working on hey we're putting out you know the ps3 version they don't know how to do it over mm-hmm. hopefully that changes with time how do you change that with time don't just bitch on the article write into them tell them that you're doing this tweet at them let them know you know what i mean it's one of those things a lot of people in my video and article are like you saved me all this money thanks and blah blah, blah. And that's that's great and i'm sure they see that but 
a more direct way, and not in a mean way. Just sure. say, hey, just so you know, I'm passing on your game because of X, Y. Show up at their office. <laughs> that is, nope, the, that is the opposite. Don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> this is Matt Western. He asks, with Microsoft and Sony definitely showing off their new consoles and all the games that go with them next year, is it safe to say next year's E3 will be the best one ever? It's going to be a hectic be, it'll one. It'll be a good one. It's going to be yeah, a crazy I don't know about best ever. I mean, there's been plenty of, I mean, was, you know, just because they announced a new console, like, was the first time they showed off the Xbox 360 the best E3 ever? Yeah, like, kind of. <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, the years do all blur together. Yeah, yeah, totally. They all run together. Yeah. Uh, it's even hard to remember which is which. Yeah, that's I don't know, it. it'll be a fun one for sure. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be There's gonna be a lot more excitement leading up to that one, and a lot yeah. more crazy shit at the show. I think. Then. And it'll also um, depend on how much they're able to keep secret. Um, you see, and that's the big thing. That's the, that's that's one of the. I think E3's biggest. Uh, it's hard these days. Exactly. Is there's so many blogs and so much international stuff and so many embargoes and somebody always inevitably breaks it. Somebody yeah. always leaks something or does something thinking they're doing the right thing, and that's what fucks everything up. Well, and there's so many sophisticated like people know when it's usually public information, like when they're ordering these giant factory orders from China, and it's yeah. like, well, Microsoft's ordering. You know, whatever these these 200 gigabyte hard drives, what could they be for? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah. obviously for a new console, and then stuff leaks out that way too. Like, yeah. so yeah, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, there's still some magic and surprise left. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Tough to do though. I'm yeah. sure there will be. This is Kenny Dungar. Uh, said he he offers the a word the word moribund. Mm. Good word. Good word. In terminal decline or near death. It's the, the definition you, of did you look it up moribund that he's provided. No, he you know. didn't think we would know it. He's correct. Kenny says, Damon, on the last podcast, you said the Xbox is all but dead in Japan. You can sound super sciencey and cool if you use moribund <laughs> instead. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks oh. for the tip, Kenny. I'll try to work moribund into my daily The, mo- the my daily moribund vocabulary. is almost dead in Japan. <laughs> no, nope, <laughs> that's, that's not it. <laughs> Close. Getting closer. But that's, that's not how it works. Work, work it into your vernacular. Uh, there you go. Mm, you yeah. did good on this. <laughs> you got the synonyms, good the anonyms, you're all set. I, I would imagine Colin would appreciate the word moribund. Yeah, I appreciate you like, the word you moribund. Like a good, you like a good word. You like, I like a good you word. Like myriad. Myriad you like is a myriad good word. A lot. You, well, that started as a joke between me and Mark Ryan that yeah. just got fucking way out of hand. Uh, yeah, I like the word myriad. I, I, Casey made fun of me for using the word posit. That's not yeah, bad at all. <laughs> well, you just don't hear it that often. You, know? you should hear it more. And maybe you will. I posit that you should hear it more. Oh, very good. This is Jackson Lee. He says, I'm just writing in because it just occurred to me about 90 seconds ago that Suda51 is actually his real name. As in 51 in Japanese is Goichi, to which Suda51's real name is Suda Goichi. Just wanted to share my moment of random enlightenment, and hopefully you guys will mention it so other listeners who didn't know before would finally realize Suda51 is not just a random name plus a number. I cool. Guess that's interesting. I actually yeah, didn't, I didn't, know I didn't know that. I'm more enlightened now. Yeah. Ooh, this is a long one. This is Bruce Cardi. He says, uh, love the show. Long-time listener since episode 40-ish. Big fan. Here's my question for the Scoop Crew to debate. With the, will the Wii U launching with current-gen specs possibly delay the launch of the next generation of hardware from Xbox and or Sony? Here's some additional context for consideration. The original Wii significantly extended the life of the PlayStation 2. Due to, the Wii, due to Wii games getting ported to PlayStation 2 that would not have otherwise been developed. This development did not delay the Xbox 360 or PS3, but these were already announced and in production. This time around, it is quite different, as neither Sony nor Microsoft have announced their new hardware. So could the Wii U spark a bunch of new IPs that could easily be ported to the other two consoles, especially with Smart Glass and the PS Vita support on their respective platforms? And will the possibility of selling games on three platforms versus two make third parties... Interested in this generation of hardware versus the next. Install base has to be weighing on publishers' minds as well, as a new gen means starting over. These are all pretty good points, Bruce. Yeah, that was yeah. very thoughtful. Yeah. That actually is a very good point. Um, he's absolutely right that uh, when the Wii launched, you would see there would be two versions of a game. There would be the 360 and PS3 version of a game, then the Wii and PS2 version of the mm-hmm. game, which mm-hmm. was not good news for the Wii, by the mm-hmm. way. But, uh, you know, it happened nonetheless. So... I, I don't think it will delay the new consoles. Yeah. Um, but... Like you, I think he's saying. 
Well, because the PS2 had run away with last generation. That's why that system was around for 10 years. Like, I don't really see the PS3 being around for 10 years. I don't see the 360 being around for 10 years. I see the Switch being pretty... 360 has already been around for seven yeah, years. Yeah, I think when the new console... My my hunch is that when the new consoles come out, we'll see a, a quicker jump to the new it's gen. It's around for at least people, eight. So it's like... <laughs> but people are ready. Like, I, I don't... Yeah, exactly. I don't see... After the after the 720 or Durango has been out for two years, I don't see people still making 360 games. Then it would be games. 10 years. No, but... The, let me finish my sentence. When it's been out for two years, I don't think people will still be making 360 games like they did for PS2. I'm just saying, at that point, it will be 10 years old, so it would have lasted for 10 years. So that's the only point. I'm but I'm saying it'll be dead. I'm sa- okay, whatever. I mean, my, I've said my piece. <laughs> okay. I think uh, I, with Sony in particular being like the beat that Greg and I cover, I think that a lot of frustration has been coming up for me, and I know others, with Sony's dual support of PSP and Vita, which is fucking killing the Vita in Japan. And I think that Sony eventually, and if they don't, I'm sure they already realize that this is a huge mistake. Uh, and so I think that with PS4 or whatever the fuck it's going to be called, uh, that they will cut off the PS3 when the PS4 comes out. So and why, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I just have a question for you. Mm. Um, so if, if the support of the PSP and Vita is killing the Vita, how come the support of the PS2 and PS3 didn't kill the PS3? The PS3 was killed. Okay. <laughs> the PS3, okay. the PS3 sold like shit. Yeah, it was a walking. It was a Walking Dead for a long time. I mean, the PS3, the PS3 did not was not even respectable really by anyone until like 2009. So it was killed and then revived. Yeah, and then revived because it had great games. It was lame so duck. It was just came out and it was yeah. just waiting for a price drop. Everybody w- that thing got announced and everyone waited for a price drop. Yeah, I mean, I, nobody I, was in that big of a rush to fucking play Resistance. No way, no way in hell I was going to buy a six hundred dollar console, yeah. but. Sony always Sony has the trump card that no other studio really has. I mean, Nintendo has it to an extent, although it's not as vast. Although maybe the licenses are more important. Sony has thirteen studios that only make PlayStation games, and when all those games started coming out or whatever, then people were more compelled to buy PS3, Uncharted, etc., and so on. Um, sure, but I think uh, I, I I kind of disagree with the, the the notion that we need new consoles. It was up to if it was, if it was up to me, and I could just dictate everything in the video game industry. Uh, I would say we don't we don't need new consoles. We oh, certainly don't need new man. consoles, and Look at the look at the Last of Us, you know. Like the Last of Us looks really great, and it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's going to be a, you know a very compelling game for a lot of people that are into Naughty Dog games, whatever. It's like what the only thing that PlayStation Three really needs is more RAM to, in which games like Skyrim can run. But otherwise, like what do we really need a new console for? If anything, I think that these these guys are definitely holding on. These guys, meaning Sony and Microsoft, to the last generation because of what he said, which is install base. And third party developers are certainly releasing these games now. Like Watchdogs, mm-hmm. for instance, because they need to get in on it now. Because we are, like he said, we are resetting, and who knows how that's going to pan out. So I, I don't think we need new consoles, and if I wish we weren't getting them, but we are. The thing he's overlooking too with the Wii PS2 comparison is, I mean, third-party people were doing because the PS2 was so well installed, right? And Wii U Smart Glass, all this jazz he's making these comparisons to. With the like Zombie U, like mentioned, they might think about doing that. You know what I mean? And bringing it over. How successful is that going to be? You, then how successful is Smart Glass going to be? How successful is the Vita at that point? When does it start to make sense? Development time, all this other stuff. When when Wii games were coming to PS2, it's because, yeah, there was a million PS2s out there. Nintendo notoriously not good with third-party developers, I'd imagine. And how much shovelware are you going to get to? Like, I don't think even if they were porting stuff over from, oh, this Wii U game is coming over here now, it's, is it going to be more like Raving Rabbids and crap like that that nobody wants to play? No offense, Raving Rabbids, but you suck. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I do kind of suck. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting times. It is. Well, it, no, next year will be interesting. Right now, it's kind of like, Meh. I think it's interesting. I think this, this, fall be, this fall will be interesting because I want to see how Wii U does. Like, I still I still think Wii U is not going to do well. So, And I don't care how much it costs. I don't think it's going to do well. So, yeah, I'm a notorious, you know, on GameScoop and elsewhere. Notorious. Uh, no- notorious. Notorious. <laughs> uh, Duran Duran. Notorious Wii U. I'm down on it. I don't like it, but it's always, you know, they're not doing any, wait till the television commercials start, wait till they start getting the end caps at Target, you know, and all over the nation, like that shit's going to be everywhere this fall, and and that, and that won't be the case for PlayStation No, no, Xbox, for, so. you're absolutely right, and I also said, when I, I wrote a story about v, how Vita's just getting clobbered, and, and I, I talked about how I made a prediction that Vita was going to do great, um, and I was wrong about that prediction, and the one major thing that I walked away from was, like, you can't underestimate yeah. Nintendo. Because no. they have $5 billion in the bank in cash, plus they are making all of this money. They, they showed a loss last quarter, which is very rare, and I, I doubt that they'll show another loss. Uh, so, in other words, they can take huge risks, yeah. and they can actually eat all sorts of money to get those things out there. But I just don't think that, I just don't think that like, anyone cares about the Wii U at the end of the day. Like, I, I think that like, the Nintendo hardcore cares about it. I certainly want to play some of those games, and I'll probably buy one. But who really want, like, who has this relic sitting in their, 
their entertainment system. It's covered in an inch of dust. It's this white box that they bought. They have this Wii Fit thing under their coffee table. They haven't played it in three years, and they're like, I, I don't want another one. You yeah. know? Like, I, I just don't see how they're going to recapture the essence yeah. of, of what the point. Wii was. Nintendo got everyone to buy a Wii. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Can they, can they do it again? No. Can I they get them to buy another one? I, had a, I, got, I took an Uber cab last night. And uh, the guy was picking me up on the corner, but I noticed the car was already there. And so he came out of this uh, electronic repair shop, and he had his Wii. <laughs> and he was getting his Wii's power button fixed. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Did you talk to him about it? No, I was tired. Okay. I just want to be in the car, listen to some music at home. Yeah. It's bizarre. I mean, it's, it, it's you know, credit, credit, credit to, to the K-pop station, sir. Oh, Jesus. Jeez, no. <laughs> God damn. I know, I know what we're talking about there. Uh, Bruce, who uh, that was a really good question, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Uh, Bruce is from Canada. Wants us to say hi to Mitch and Charles. No, good day. Oh wait, that's Australia. Uh, he hey. says if I'm uh, ever in San Francisco, hopefully there will be a meet and greet, and we can discuss life over a few beers and sure. burritos. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, final uh, email comes from uh, our number one fan in India. Oh, good. Uh, he has a, a complicated name. He says, "AKA Chatty." We'll go with that. Okay. This is our number one fan in India. His name is Chatty. Says, hello, games people. I've made some IGN fan art. Oh. I made it using Photoshop. I'm not oh. sure whether it qualifies oh. as fan art or not. I just kind of sort of made up a cool IGN logo here. Can I see it? Yeah. It's like if we if our movie got rebooted or whatever, you get that like you yeah. get that steel look yeah. screwed into the wall. It's a it's the a black cool, wall, red a, IGN. It's a cool logo. I, I I wouldn't have any idea how to make that in Photoshop. So nice job, Chatty. Yeah, it's very nice. I think Greg's a little disappointed, not because the, the logo is not nice, but because he probably thought it was going to be a picture of a naked girl or something. I like know. That. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know, I'm fine with it. I'm I'm always happy just for visual aids in general. <laughs> it's good. Greg can't read. It's a good shop. <laughs> it's good. Good with the shops. That is all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, dear listeners. I leave you this week with a song called Open Space by this 22-year-old Russian kid named Artie. It's a really fun dance song. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop, and we're out.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.